This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. One, two, three, four. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. We can hit you right to rock away, beach. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. Rock, rock, rock away, beach. We can hit you right to rock away, beach.
I finished last week's shaft with the Ruby News, I thought I'd begin tonight with them and the demo version of Rock and Roll is Dead, open brackets, and We Don't Care, close brackets. I know the song's 42 years old, but I still take umbrage at its sentiment, mind you. Driving up to the 100 Club for Duncan Reed and the Big Heads gig through the West End, I think I almost cried at the amount of all the lost venues I went past. The marquee was the start. Then, like Domino's, it was the Astoria, the LA2, the Metro, the Intrepid Fox, 12 Bar, and the Alley Cat, with the borderline due to close later this summer. Not due to lack of attendance, but because the landlord is going to increase the rent to such an extent that it's not a viable as a venue. The aforementioned 100 Club seems to be the last venue standing. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, but apart from, obviously, friends and family, without decent music, live or recorded yeah, and a good book, of course. Oh, and art, mustn't forget art. I think the world will be a decidedly poorer place. Fortunately for us, and me in particular, otherwise there'll be uh, nothing for me to play on, the Paranoid School Rock Show, if you look hard enough, you will always find it. To prove the point, here are the Speedways and Seen Better Days from the Just Another Regular Summer Album. <laughs> Down, oh, what a drown She's over now and 
supporting Duncan Reed and the Big Heads were the Sinai Pills and opening proceedings, the Witch Doctors with the fucking care, who were on at the early time of 7.30. I didn't think due to Friday night rush hour traffic, I would uh, I probably miss most of their set. Fortunately, thanks to the patron saint of motorists and Kia and uh, a slightly later than advertised start time, I didn't. Now, I've been seeing the Witch Doctors for longer than I, or the band for that matter, care to remember. Hands up, all of you who saw them live, it's a five-piece with uh, Ian Cook-Abbott on Vox Continental. Yeah, not many, not many. Uh, in all that time, the band has never failed to entertain me. I'll put a smile on my face. However, uh, I assume it was because, unlike me, not everyone made it in time, the Witch Doctors played to uh, Half Empty Club. One thing I will say... Even though all the ingredients for a good time were there, I felt the band have reached a plateau. It's been three years since their last album, Voodoo I, came out, and even if the set the last few times I've seen them has been mixed up a bit, I felt like I wasn't watching anything new. The band need their next record to come out by the end of the year, single EP album, doesn't matter, but what it does, though, is it needs to blow the bloody doors off.
Doctors and No Pain, No Gain from Voodoo Eye. I did think that I had more of the Sinal Pills back catalogue than I actually do. Turns out the only one I have is the Slice and Diced album with the band's previous two studio efforts of uh, Sinal Pills and Stillboard. Conspicuous by their absence. Also inextricably, I've never seen them live. I know we're living in a strange and uncertain time. The first thing that struck me was the band bounded onto the slightly larger 100 club stage. The grand piano that doubled as a drinks table and somewhere to stack your flight cases has been moved off. And the monitors and the wedges are no longer peninsulas, but are now stage locked. Is that the cyanide peels look like they've time travelled from 1979, when punk wasn't about mohawks and multicoloured hair, but uh, jumpers and leather jackets sans the undertones. The songs also would have fitted right in with what the likes of the Skids, uh, the Damned and the Ruts were releasing back then. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a gang of cunts, their choice of words, not mine, from a desolate land. The Sinai Pills and Took Too Much. <laughs> the big heads took to the stage I had to do a double take as guitarist Sophie K. Powers suddenly resembled 
Mario Venegas, the man Nick Hughes on the opposite side of the stage, replaced shortly after the recording of the Bombs Away album had been completed and now spends his time in the Speedways, who you heard earlier in the show. It has been known, I think only once before, for Mario to uh, reprise his role when Nick had double booked himself with the role models. I miss them. But this was uncharted territory. Duncan quickly told us that Sophie was spending 48 hours under hospital observation, hence the alternative lineup with Mario only discovering at five o'clock that evening that his services would be required. Things um, worked out really well until a song from the as yet unreleased album that you can pre-order along with a host of other stuff, test pressings, autograph, paraphernalia and demos from the band's website was played as uh, obviously Mario was not privy to it. Now, the next time new songs were aired, Mario briefly left the stage to let those in the know get on with them. Duncan Reed's CV might not run into pages and pages of A4, but being a former bassist in The Boys and a Ramon in all but name surprisingly doesn't mean that he is reliant on past glories. To be honest, if The Boys' songs that were played weren't, I think there would be only a few people doing Roger Moore eyebrow-raising impressions. However... Uh, due to the location of the boys, they don't play London that much. So to hear a few selected crowd-pleasing songs from their back catalogue from someone who actually played on them, yeah, that doesn't do anyone any harm. One thing I did learn was the story to Montevideo that uh, Duncan told us depicts the place as a party central with people up all night drinking and revelling that apparently couldn't be further from the truth. Apparently, unlike... Buenos Aires. Uh, it is in actual fact one of those towns where every day is like a Sunday afternoon. But uh, the government was so pleased with his description that they gave him the honour of illustrious visitor. I mean, that's the equivalent to the keys of the sea. The only other two English musicians to have that are Elton John and Paul McCartney. And if things couldn't get any stranger after the awards ceremony that was held at the Parliament building, who do Duncan and his wife run into at their hotel? But Chuck Berry, to quote Duncan, the inventor of rock and roll is here, and I get the medal. Till another day There's too much fun going on around 
The next time I'll be catching Duncan Reid and the Big Heads will be at the Lexington on Saturday the 27th of July as part of the Power Pop Weekend. That will also feature uh, Randy Savages, the Dagger Debs, Rich Raggedy and the Digressions, Fast Cars, Last Great Dreamers and headlining the whole shebang, the number ones. Here's another new track from the Phobics in the shape and form of Burnt Rubber. criticism but the intro's too long just my take but what do i know still no name has been decided for the new phobics album titles apparently have been banded about for consideration i personally will continue with the deptford theme uh, on the last album ep down and out in deptford and deptford calling going for something like greetings from se8 again what do i know one thing that was very noticeable at the duncan reed gig was that everybody knew Everybody else. Tom from the Just Played Phoenix was there, wearing, of course, his white shoes, the song of which, Tom's White Shoes, features on the Witch Doctor's Voodoo Eye album. And also in attendance, flying in from Washington, D.C., was Jake Starr, formal protalist with Adam West, but now the delicious fullness. But you knew that already. Unfortunately, 
because of everybody knowing everybody else, I miss seeing him after the gig as I got waylaid. However, I'm not going to pass up the opportunity to play something from Jake's extensive back catalogue. From back in the day, this is Adam West and Hot Chocolate from the Right On album. Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up.
that was the upper crust and a little castrato from the delusions of a grandeur lp whilst jay was over here in dear old blighty he was making full use of jay burnside drummer with the flaming sideburns facilities way back in 2017 i bumped into jay at the von Herzen brothers gig at the garage of course I pressed him on when we would hear the follow-up to the Sideburns 2007 album, Keys to the Highway. His response was, maybe, but it's a bit complicated now with me being here and, and the band on hiatus. We did do some half-hearted demos a few years back, but not much came out of it. One of which he sent me. The track in question was called A Sacred Devotion, which was recorded in 2014. And unfortunately for you, isn't for public consumption. Then... Fast forward to September last year, and after some test events to the water Spanish gigs, the Flaming Sideburns re-hit London, where rumour had it that the band were writing new material. In the dead of last winter, the band retreated to a secret hiding place in Helsinki to record the first batch of new songs with Jürgen Holtmeyer, the producer of Hallelujah Rock and Roller, one of the fruits of which you're going to hear any minute now. With the sessions continuing in the autumn for a full-length album planned for 2020, which will mark the 25th anniversary of the Flaming Sideburns formation. 18 years tomorrow, however, we'll see the anniversary of the aforementioned Hallelujah Rock and Roller album. To mark the occasion today, as in the 31st of May, the track Soul Shaking will digitally be made available.
gig I missed out on because I knew nothing about it until two minutes before they were due to hit the stage was the Razorbacks gig at the Big Red on Saturday. I did know that they were playing the Call of the Wild Festival in Lincolnshire the day before, but it wasn't until friend of every law-abiding citizen, Glenn, WhatsApped me with, did you know the Razorbacks are playing the Big Red? Of course, my reply was, fuck no, admittedly. As it was the day before Mrs A's birthday, we had one of our friends over for a meal and a drink that had been arranged weeks ago, meaning that I was unlikely to get a day passed. But still, disappointment loomed large, and I even checked my emails to see if I'd been forewarned. I hadn't. From their split single with Canada's The Sick Things, this is Razorbats and Summer of Head. thing you can do as the squirrel discovered is pick up a cd to play on a car journey only to discover 
the case is empty when you're miles away from the disc's location. The album in question was the Screaming Stooker's one and only A Lot of Rhythm that came out on White Jazz Records in 2002. The Screaming Stooker's were actually mega Finnish band Tersakuten trying to break into the English language market. A fact unbeknown to the squirrel, who is a huge Tersakuten fan, until Hanu from No Direction informed her in passing. Now, I can't remember if it was uh, Tersakuten or the Screaming Stookers that went out on a UK tour with No Direction, but I do know that the Screaming Stookers played the cartoon in Croydon, much to the pleasure of the aforementioned squirrel. Sadly, even though she seemingly flied the world and told anyone and everybody of the gig, only five paying punters turned up, none of which was me. Toysa Cohen went on to issue one more single in 2004 before calling it a day, before reforming six years later for a farewell tour, coupled with a compilation CD DVD set. For your musical consideration, this is Some Fun Tonight. <laughs>
Music and Split single time that comes courtesy of Speedo Wax Records and Electric Frankenstein and the boys from Shit Island, otherwise known as the Hit Priests. Electric Frankenstein kick things off with two slices of incendiary garage rock. Generation Void attacks us with this invectious stop-start opening in the manner of Lords of New Church and Method to Our Madness before we all start singing the chorus whilst air-fighting because air-guitaring is for wimps. I'll be the one, as the band sings, we'll devastate you. The closest electric Frankenstein will get to a love song.
of the two tracks the dipships have on offer deja fuck you has already made it onto the stand for nothing album but nihilistic twist that was recorded at the same sessions makes its debut appearance even songs that didn't even make the cut not only piss but shit from a great high onto all those also ran bands now i bet you're all hoping that that is the song I'm going to air. Sorry to disappoint you. Maybe next week as part of my Camden Rocks Roundup. Of course, if you're a Spasm Gang member like me at 5.30 today, you ordered the limited edition that comes with a tote bag so you can parade up and down your local high street with gay abandon. things off with a demo this week I think it's only right and proper that I should end with one technically 
The band in question is the Sex Pistols, but for all intents and purposes, it's the professionals. As only Steve Jones and Paul Cook play on the said track. As Johnny had left, and Sid was, well, if you want a job done properly, do it yourself. This is Silly Thing that features the vocal talents of Paul Cook instead of the commercially available Steve Jones version. Don't forget, you can see the professionals at Camden Rocks tomorrow when they play the underworld other bands are available until next week take it easy
Show me the light.